Uh, you know what? There's a lot of people that are vying for the mayoral chair here in our fine city. And Mitzi Hunter is as passionate as anybody. And I'm so glad that we have a chance to bring her on this morning to talk about things that matter to her and also delve into the world of podcasting. But first and foremost, Mitzi, good morning. Hi, good morning, Rob. Great to be here. It is. It's a, it's a fun day. We're midweek. We're in the final crunch. And I guess, as I would ask most candidates in their final week and a half, are you making any adjustments? Are you hunkering down? Where are you at right now in your campaign? Yeah, I love that you mentioned uh, the podcast because I, I know you're you're great at that as well. And it's a good way to get the message out to people in a in small bites, right? They can just sort of listen along and really get what I'm about. Uh, you know, I've put forward a a vision for the city to fix the six and I break it down for people. What do you think you bring to the table that a lot of these candidates right now don't? I, I It's so funny. I've been very fortunate to fill in on a really key week in this city. Everybody's got their platform. Everybody's coming to the table with that one thing that they think they can bring to the table. What's yours? Well, the city needs to head in a new direction. We don't want more of the same. And I, you know, if you want to hand over the city to people who created the mess, well, you know, I, I don't know, I guess go for it. But I don't think that's what we should be doing in Toronto. I think we need to have a different direction for our city and fix the things that we know need to be addressed, you know. And some of those could be services, everyday ones that people really rely on, like filling the potholes and clearing the snow. Because if you have a busted wheel, that's something that you expect the city to fix. Because how, how are you going to go off and do that yourself? And so that's what I'm bringing is, you know, ways that we can improve the services in Toronto, make our city work better for everyone in all parts of the city, and uh, and that we can all move forward together. One thing that I haven't heard a lot of people talk about, but I know it's near and dear to you, is transportation and transit. I mean, in Scarborough, you know, where I was born and raised, it was always a bit of an eyebrow raise and a, a bit of a concern from a safety perspective. This is something that needs to be addressed, but I don't feel like a lot of people want to tackle this one, but I know it's really close to your heart. Yeah, it really, really is, because I grew up in Scarborough, too. In fact, I chose my university because my mom and I were like, well, how are you going to get to York if you want to go there? There was no real way to do that. And she said, well, the subway, the bus was one bus ride to UTSC, University of Toronto Scarborough, and that's where I chose to go. So, so we need to make sure we invest in, in public transit and doing that in real and practical ways. You know, one of the things I'm, I'm proposing is to start earlier, 5.30 a.m. So shift workers can get on the system. They get out of their cars. That helps with congestion. And it's actually something we can do. We want to make sure that the system is safe, of course, and uh, I want to get the ridership up. That's going to help make the system safer, just having more people on it and everyone using the system. And and also, you know, that the system is clean. It's well-maintained. It's 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 got, you know, social workers there. So when people are in distress in our system, we're giving them the help and the support that they need. You know, you've got a really interesting background and you've had success at every level that you've gone there. I know a couple of years ago, people were touting you as a real powerhouse within the Ontario Liberal Party. And then this year you stepped aside saying that you wanted to become mayor of the city. Can you walk me through 
the moments when you finally decided you were going to go th follow through with that and, and make that transition? You know, the, the moment of change in the city obviously came pretty quick for all of us, right? It's not yes. something that I was planning. It's my roots. You know, I'm the former CEO of Civic Action, which was all about building a great city region. And I left that role and went into provincial politics, which was great. It was great for me. I was a senior cabinet minister, minister of education, associate minister of finance. And this this role came pretty suddenly. And, and as you know, I was very committed to my community in Scarborough. And, and it was tough. But then I realized that it is an opportunity to do some of the things that I've done in my own community across our city for everyone, everywhere. I want to bring that competency and that experience to fix the things that need to be fixed at City Hall. And, you know, and I believe that it is a moment of change for our city. That it is time for change. And, and we've got to get going in Toronto. We can't just wait for someone else to do it for us. We've got to do it ourselves. And that's what I'm proposing. And that's why I have that plan that I've proposed to people. So Mitzi, I'm going to read something off of our text line because you've got a really big supporter here. It says, I'm a big supporter of Mitzi Hunter as mayor. I've written to her office a couple of times pointing out that there's very little signage for her. Yeah. How do you address something as simple as signage? Well, <clears throat> it's a big city and we're trying to cover yes. the city with all the signs. So you, you, they're going up. They're going up. Um, I've got crews out uh, today, all week long, all weekend long. My, my, my cousin is actually an iron worker, and he's going to be coming with his big uh, pickup truck, getting in those signs. And you know what you can count on. And thank you for your support. It really warms my heart. Is that I'll be out every day and and share share my podcast. I, you know, I just put that up yesterday. It's an easy way for people to see who I am and what I'm about and um, and just, you know, tell them why they need to to vote for me, number 55, and and how we can work together to fix the six. Like, it, it's time. I, I believe it's time for change. And I love hearing from listeners and, and hearing that feedback. It really, I really appreciate it. Mitzi, what's the top song that you play to yourself on your iPhone or your on your iPod? What are you listening to? Oh, Rob, I get up in the morning to Can You Feel It by the Jackson 5. Do you I actually know. okay? I do, I do, <laughs> and it gets me going and, you know, just uh, dancing around and excited for the day. Um, and I can, I can feel it, so I, I just sing that tune and, and get into my day. You know, I always think when I get posed with having to, you know, interview somebody that's obviously getting ready for a real tense moment, I want to get to know that candidate. Tell me something about you I wouldn't know unless I was your pal. Like if we were friends, like what do you like to eat? What do you like to do? Tell me something behind the curtain about you uh, that humanizes you to a lot of people that have votes in their hand right now. Yeah, well, I've got a brother named Rob. He's my middle brother. And, must be a great um, guy. He's a great guy. So I grew up in a family with three brothers. I got two older brothers, Mo and Rob. And uh, and then I got a little brother. Uh, his name's Andrew. And he grew up uh, to be six foot seven tall. Uh, and he was a professional basketball player. He played in Europe uh, for a number of years. So so I'm a huge sports fan and, and understand that discipline required and the team sports working together, but really driving hard. And 
um, I, I learned that, you know, with, uh, with those three guys. And, and so some people say I'm, I'm competitive, but it's really like, I get that you have to be a team player and, and you got to work hard to, to get done what you need to, to be done in life. Well, if your brother is a basketball player, then maybe you're kind of like me because I'm a big stats guy. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess the segue to this question is you look at the polling out there right now and Olivia's got a pretty sizable lead. And I, I think it's a fair question to ask any candidate. How do you reel her in? How do you bring her back to the pack? And dare I say leapfrog her before this is all said and done? Yeah, I just keep pointing out that, you know, with Olivia, first of all, we don't know what what she's hiding because she's not been open with the voter. She hasn't told us what it's going to cost for anything that she's putting forward. And she hasn't actually come forward with any sort of a a plan or a platform for, for people. So it's still time, you know, the election is uh, a week and a bit away and, and we want people to just, you know, look at, look at the candidates, look at what's real and, uh, you know, what she's putting forward is is not is not what Toronto needs. We don't need, you know. I know we were nostalgic here this morning about our songs, but we actually need something real for 2023 to fix the things that are are ahead of us in Toronto. And and she's not offering that, and she hasn't to this point in the election. And I don't think we can trust that. So that's that's what I'm telling to voters that, you know, take a look at my plan. Uh, take a look at what I'm offering for the city at this time. Look at our economy. There's uncertainty there. And, and we want to make sure that Toronto is in good hands moving forward for our city. I think the one thing that I've learned, even in just the couple of days of filling in, is there's a lot of people that can talk it, but there's few that can walk it. And I know everybody's going to be making their adjustments here in the final 10, 11 days. And I... I really hope that they listen to their constituents. I really hope that they delve into what people are saying because uh, as Brad Bradford said it yesterday, I think only now are people really starting to get into the policies of those who are trying to become the next mayor of the city. And Mm -hmm. Mitzi, you still got a lot of time to make those moves. So I -hmm. wish you well. And more than anything, I thank you for coming on today. Yeah, it's been great talking to you today, Rob. I appreciate it. And I appreciate that you're from Scarborough, you know, where I grew up and where I live. Morning side in Ellesmere, man. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's so close. That's great. That's awesome. I rode by there every day to go to school. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) I was the guy without bus fare going up the hill. But anyways, we'll talk about (laughs) that another day. that hill is brutal. (laughs) (laughs) It is tough. All right, Mitzi, thank you. And uh, I wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. Mitzi Hunter, mayoral candidate.